When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you enjoy this podcast and want to help us out, you can go to patreon.com slash 7lamb. That's the number 7 L-A-M-B. And you can donate as little as a dollar a month, and it all goes to helping us create content such as this. We have a lot of bonus content on there, too, so definitely check it out. Once again, that's patreon.com slash 7lamb, the number 7 L-A-M-B. Thanks, and enjoy the next episode of Paralyzed. Seven Lamb presents Paralyzed. Chapter 9. Dollface. Part 1. their power probably floodlights my parents have a generator do you see them there i looked up through the thick tree cover through the rain i could barely make out a light a beacon gunfire. We never saw what happened to the other car. Roland was able to kill one of the creatures which allowed us to escape our wreckage, and we never looked back. What if they don't make it? Just keep running. (sighs) Roland panted loudly. 
but she was carrying extra weight. She lugged her bag after pulling it from the broken trunk. I see it! This way! Julia pushed past us as we emerged from the woods. We ran past a huge wheat field. We ran up a hill. Come on! We ran up to the house. Mom! Dad! Do you have a key? No, but they told me where they hide one. Julia tried looking in through the window. Come on, let's find that spare key and get inside. Now. Okay, this way, in the back. We ran around the large two-story house. A few dim lights were on inside. There was no car in the driveway. I doubted her parents were here, although I knew she held out hope. It's over here. Julia led us to a rock garden by the back porch. She overturned one that was almost completely submerged. She reached into the muddy water and pulled out a key. Let's get inside. We went to the back door. Julia quickly opened it and we were safely inside. I couldn't believe three months later and here I am again, trapped. I looked at my bandaged wrists. This could have all been avoided. Julia! Julia was searching every room for her parents, but it was obvious they weren't here. Do you think those things got them? She came down from upstairs. I don't know. Their car's gone. I couldn't find them earlier, so maybe they went to Charlemont and they got stuck there during the storm? That's possible. I could see Julia fighting back tears. We need to fortify this place. I haven't heard anything in a while. Me either. What if no one else makes it? Then they don't, but we need to make sure this place is safe. Julia, can you find flashlights, lanterns, anything? But the generator... The generator may go out. There are lanterns in the barn. No. No one leaves the house. Not right now. Find what you can in here. Okay. I walked over to a window and peered out towards the barn and silo. Two floodlights brightened the area. David, help me move furniture. Help me block the windows. I did. Roland and I moved about the living room and den, stacking furniture.
those creatures can be killed, so if we could just fortify this place... It doesn't work. Eventually... Eventually, we'll make it out of here. We just have to let the storm pass. The streets will be clear. We don't have a car, Roland. No, but we have a gun, and that's good enough for now. Until more of those things show up. We'll make do. They'll keep coming. They won't let us go easily. David, you and I made it out once. We could do it again. But there are a lot of people who didn't make it out. We made our way through the hall. We passed by the front door, and I startled. A man's face stared at me in the tiny window of the door. Jesus Christ! I stumbled back. Open up! Roland quickly opened the door. A flash of lightning showed Steve and Charlie on the porch covered in mud and leaves. They barged in. Roland shut and locked the door behind them. You made it! Yeah, thanks for the help. Help? You ran into us. Did you see those fuckers out there? They jumped my damn car. What happened to the others? You mean before or after they ripped them apart? Easy, man. I'm sorry, but what the fuck were those things? Steve still had his gun. He gripped it tightly. Beth and Esther are dead. Are you sure? Steve nodded. Did you see Alan? No, I I couldn't see shit out there. Wasn't he with you? He ran off. We should have stayed in the damn diner. Can I ask a question? Steve walked around us, surveying the room. What? What is going on here? What do you think? We're fortifying this place so those things don't get in. I'm not talking about the room. I'm talking about this. Out there. What the fuck was that? Something that can't be easily explained. Try. You saw the same thing we did. I want an answer. And I want one now. He raised his gun at Roland. Steve, man, what the fuck are you doing? They know what's going on. Even her. Me? No. Bullshit. I saw the awkward glances in the diner and you kept asking his opinion on everything. Yeah, what was that? They were so adamant about leaving the diner. It wasn't safe there. Are we really safe here? You have a couch against that window. These things tore apart my car. There's no flooding. We have light. There isn't a truck parked inside. Beth and Esther are dead. We didn't know that would happen. What do you know? Put the gun down. Tell us. Put the gun down. I just saw my co-workers, my friends, ripped apart. What is going on? Help! Help! That's Alan. Everyone turned their attention to the screaming. That's when Roland struck. She lunged at Steve, uh. knocking the big man to the ground. They wrestled over the gun. Uh. 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 Oh, shit. Uh. I jumped on Steve and plied the gun from his hands, careful not to pull the trigger. I yanked it and stumbled back. Roland gave him a kick to the stomach and got up. Uh. Son of a bitch. Ugh, wasn't gonna do anything. Just in case. Roland shot Charlie a look. Hey, whoa, I didn't know he was gonna do that. I don't have a gun. We left Steve on the floor as we went to the near window. We pulled back the now vertical couch and looked out. Alan was crawling out of the woods. He appeared to be more injured than before. Help! (coughs) Somebody help him. I turned around to see Steve getting up. Roland. Don't worry. 
You stay where you are. Roland unclipped her gun and kept her finger near the trigger. Don't just stand there. Help him. Take a couple steps back. Fine, fine. There's things out there. So you're all just gonna stand there and watch? Guys! Guys! Holy shit! I expected to see a creature come out of the woods, but it wasn't. No. Instead, the tall man with the pale face appeared, axe in hand. The man approached Alan as he crawled. That's when I noticed he didn't have a pale face. He was wearing a mask. A porcelain doll mask. Alan flipped onto his back. The man with the axe stood by Alan's feet and cocked his head. The axe was slowly raised. Help me! Help him! Shit! Help me! A flash of lightning and the axe came down. No! David, watch him! Roland pointed at Steve, then flung open the front door. Hey! The masked man didn't stop. He kept hacking. Roland raised her gun and fired. She hit the man each time, but he didn't stop. Roland! Roland, stop wasting bullets! Once Alan was a twitching mess, the masked man grabbed his leg and pulled him into the darkness of the woods. What the fuck? Roland lowered her gun and shut the door. Who was that? Roland pushed the couch back, blocking the window. David, go ahead. Tell them what's going on. Robert M. Lamb, starring Robert M. Lamb as David, Amy LeRae as Roland, Jack Austin as Joel and Charlie, Ashley York as Esther, Ashley Cartesano as Beth, Brian Messick as Steve, and Brett Wilkins as Alan. Co-starring Adam Jetmore, Ryan Wiggs, Ariel Zadok, and Ryan Grosjean. Music provided by Eldritch Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black, Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, and Dylan Mixer at DMixMusic.com. If you enjoyed Paralyzed, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes.
This has been a Seven Lamb production. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.